Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Beyond the Bulletin, your weekly Catholic podcast on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike Gomer Gormley, Director of Evangelization, and we are joined today. Oh, and you're sorry, I already skipped. Yeah, up. that's okay. No, it's what you do. You <laughs> I mean, it's what me. our audience that's does. A, you're <laughs> the one person in my life that overlooks me. Six five, and you overlook me. <laughs> Jerk. I'm Steven. That's all you need to know. Steven. Yeah. Big Steve. Big Steve. Did you ever go by Big Steve? Uh I didn't introduce myself that way, but <laughs> hello, uh, my name is yeah. Big actually, Steve. a couple, a couple in high school, a couple of the guys on my basketball team they would refer to me as Big Steve, and they would yeah. say it just like you did. Actually, Big Steve. Yeah, that's it. That nice. was it. Yeah, nice. We so have a guest today. We got we a special do. guest, and he's someone that's actually been around for a month, but no one would know because we've all been behind masks. Yeah, we got him in the mask for that, you know. So yeah, yeah, definitely. You've been uh, you've been repping that cassock and surplus like a boss, like a boss. So introduce yourself. This is our new seminarian, Mr. Jay Serrato. Good morning, y'all. Uh, my name is Jay Serrato. I'm a seminarian, so I'll be at St. Anthony of Padua for the next, yep. I want to say, nine months, ten months. Oh. School oh, year, yeah, that's, yeah, school year. So school year. year. That's true. I wish it was the whole year, but. Yeah. It's, it's what know, we call it's a just... priest year. You know, they don't work 12 months a oh, year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. More or less. Houston said the same thing, and then we couldn't get rid of him. He was here like 13, <laughs> oh, 14 wow. months. Okay. Yeah. I mean, love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so He's a good guy. I remember I always used to joke with Father uh, Father Mike Schmidt's name drop, and uh, I would always oh. tell him, I was like, <laughs> lame. what do you do the rest of? Like you, you're full time as a priest. Like, don't you just work on Sundays? And he's like, "Oh gosh, stop saying that." And I was like, "Nope, I'm gonna say that at the conference now." <laughs> I'm gonna train all those kids. I was like, "Look at your dainty hands. Never done honest days work in your life." All right, all right. Oh, enough wow. about you. Let's talk about Jay. All so right. First, first all question. Right. I think we're gonna uh, we want to get to know you, Jay. So yeah. Before sure. we uh, do what we do, uh, which is play twenty questions, mm-hmm. and I have some questions at the ready. Uh, Go on. B- well, before we do that, I yes. want to offer you an opportunity to share with people who you are and also what the J stands for because it's not J J A Y. That's a good question. Yeah, it's <laughs> just yeah. the letter J, and what does it stand for? Sure. So briefly, uh, so I was born and raised in Mexico. So my, uh, I'm the youngest of nine. Have a big family. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So you're the baby of the, the family. Baby of the family. That's nice. right. So go. a big family, very united. Uh, so Jay is just Jay. You know, it's not Jay. Why? It's just Jay. That's my first name. My middle name is Conception because I was born. I was born in December, December eight, on the feast of the Immaculate Conception. Oh, very wow. Cool. So yeah, back then, I mean, thirty years ago, you know, like we would go about the calendar. So basically, uh, that's when my parents decided to call me Conception. So. I don't really use that name because that's my other name. So, but again, yeah. uh, that's my first and, and uh, legal name is J. She's a letter J, which is completely weird. I mean, wait, like, oh, wait. whoa, you just blew my yeah. mind. I thought it was Jose. No, it? so people think that it's Jose just because I'm Hispanic, right? So yes, it, he yes. should be Jose, right? No, Come someone on. literally told me that when you yes. came here. I think that's I, just we, a, were told. we were told. We were told. <laughs> <laughs> we lied to everyone. So no, it's just a letter J. Which is crazy, but again, so that <laughs> no, 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 note. that goes right along with Jim Gaffigan's uh, comment about big families. Like yeah. when you have the first kid, you're normal, you're sane, and you're like, you are named after grandma. But when you have your six, seven, eight <laughs> kid, you're like, you're named after a sandwich I had. Now get your brother Ruben and get out of here. Ah, right? Like, yeah. yeah, you know what? We're out of names. You get a letter. So you got a letter, Jay. Just Con- a letter, Jay. It's it's strange. I mean, I'm telling you, you know. I mean, that's so funny. I feel all right. So everyone who got the flock <laughs> note announcing that he was coming here, 
uh, where it said that his name was Jose, but he went by Jay. I'm not owning that. I'm not owning that. <laughs> that came from HoustonVocations.com <laughs> or something. Yeah. Because wow. yeah. where, where would else would we have pulled so, that from? <laughs> well, that's good to hear, Jay. Yeah. It's, it's strange, like I said, but it's that's a reality. You know? His name is Jay. The guy behind Jay the camera. Jay Y, right? So there you go. It reminds yeah. me of a Simpsons episode where Homer never knew his birth mom, and he wanted to find out what his middle name was. Because there's always Homer J. Simpson. So he goes on this quest, finds his mom living in a hippie commune, and she had painted a a mural. And it said Homer, and there was a bush that grew over the middle name Simpson. And he finally prized the bush, and he sees his name, and it's (laughs) (laughs) J-A-Y. That was a really ridiculous You're welcome, America. You're welcome. Okay, uh, so you were yeah. born in Mexico. When did you come? Uh, when did you come here? Yeah, I came to the states uh, back in two thousand five. So I came to the, straight to, and I went to high school. Went to high school. It was hard for me having to learn the language. Oh, it was I a can really imagine. tough journey, uh, but I made it through somehow. Nice. You know? What high school did you go to? Waller High School in Waller, Hempstead. Waller, Waller, oh. Waller South, High School. Southeast, maybe southwest. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went to high school. After that, I took some two, two years off, and that was. That's when I kind of really went deep into my vocation. I was kind of discerning, trying to figure it out. You know, I was trying different hats, you know, like what should I do and what not. And so eventually I realized that God was calling me to the priesthood. And so, but it was a, it was a long journey, actually. Nice. So, all right. So now let's, let's just uh, switch into 20 questions, rapid fire. And the way this is going to work, uh, you don't get any say right. in the question. Jay, I'm so sorry for you. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and it bounces back and forth. So Gomer asks a question, I ask a question, and yeah. it goes back and forth. Kind of okay. like ping pong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these are going to be deep and emotionally probing questions. Wow. Number it's one, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Nice. Good man. Good man. Balls in your court, Steven. Big Steve. <laughs> uh, Chick-fil-A or Popeyes? Chick-fil-A. Sure. Good answer, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go to a restaurant where praise and worship Muzak is playing at all times. Muzak. <laughs> yeah. Like so it. here's my question for you. Are you a competitive person? Definitely. Yeah? Definitely. Yes. Well, uh, tell yeah, us about that was your question. I know. Tell us about it. What do you mean? No, uh, no there's no follow-up. Oh, just, just, just one word answer time? Well. <laughs> yes. No. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Fine. You can you can have a t- you can add on to that question because it was a lame question. You're welcome. <laughs> So I play sports, you know, okay. and I'm very, I'm very active, you know. So I always like to win, and so I guess. Uh, see, I like to lose personally. More, <laughs> no, you're very humble. Yeah, yeah no, you're I, very humble. I mean, I can see that. <laughs> no one's ever said that about me. Thank you. <laughs> Go on. Go on. So, uh, all right. So, what sport is your preferred uh, sport? Soccer. Okay. And uh, have you ever taken on Father Kingsley in soccer? I have not. You should. I, I, I feel like there should be a battle royale down yeah. here um, on the backfield. So try. also, we need to organize our sit-up competition with you and Father Kingsley and involve Jay, and I can help this Jay with the recording. Or I could just step out and let it be between yeah, the seminarian and the priest. <laughs> and we could take bets, and we could turn it into a fundraiser. Yes. <laughs> and, and build a new chapel. And oh, build. yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's a That's good That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, all right your my turn. question. It's Do you have turn. any funny, strange, or weird quirks or habits? Oh, that's a good question. I got to think about it. Um, no, not really. No, you're perfect. I forgot. 
No. <laughs> That's rude. No, not even close. Like, so I have a weird habit, right? You ready for this? Buckle up. It's talking about bedtime. I, I, I got a weird bedtime oh, habit. I don't Here know we if go. Anyone's ready for this? I, I know. I, not even my wife. Parents fact, cover your children's ears. My, <laughs> my wife despised this about me for about a year, and then it became endearing. I have to wear socks in bed and then take my socks off as soon as I get in bed. You wow, weirdo! <laughs> I know you weirdo. I, I have to take them off with my big toes. I have wow. to take them off. I don't. I don't need this visual. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's my feet. I'm already I seeing you. you yeah, know, like, I don't. I can picture that. You don't want to. You. That's, I'll take my shoes off right now. You can. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> I got a big old monkey toes, no. and they just slide right just in stop. there. And just stop. Uh, my wife can. hated it because I would leave the socks in the bed, and now I know to kick them out. Then she thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> Can I tell you one of my <laughs> proud moments as a father? Please. was the first time AJ, you know, he dresses himself now because he's mm-hmm. going into kindergarten. He's been mm-hmm. doing it for a few years. But the first time he w- uh, he did the kick with his foot where he kicked kicked the underwear off the end of his foot and caught it with his hand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so proud. All, All right, right. Sorry. That went nowhere good. Okay. So uh, who is your favorite pope and why in history? It has to be friends, but Francis. Pope Francis. Yeah, so... Uh, I Suck mean, up. Back in... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's your future boss. I'm familiar with a lot of popes because I took church history and seminary, but I admire Pope Francis because of his simplicity. Mm-hmm. So no, I noticed that... I mean, we'll all notice that at the first... Um, his first few years as a pope, he... Uh, what is the word? Um, call for the year of mercy. Mm-hmm. That's a really... That's a good sign. You know, that was a good sign for me that he was going to be a good uh, pope. In fact... That when he became a pope, that's when I entered seminary. So the same year, 2013. So I yeah. keep that in mind all the time. The year of mercy was really powerful for our church because we invited our first priestly vocation, Father Paul Koska, okay, to uh, come here and do our Lenten mission. And he was commissioned literally two days earlier on Ash Wednesday to be a super confessor uh, uh-huh. by Pope Francis, him and Father um, John Ignatius. And so. Afterwards, he super confessor, super confessor. (laughs) There are that for those of you who don't know, right? Priests can, uh, you know, they do the absolution of sins within the sacrament of confession, but there are certain sins reserved for the bishop and even for Mm -hmm. the Holy See alone. And Father Paul was given permission to absolve all sins, including sins commonly um, referred to the Holy See alone. And uh, can you give us an example? Well, so um, for priests who violate, uh, for, for, Sins that commit a uh, excommunication in the committing of a sin. So Got the it. procuring okay. or helping someone procure an abortion, late sententiae, automatic excommunication. Um, most bishops have the authority to forgive that, but it's up to the bishop every year to renew that. He's given that blanket power to no matter where they are. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So it was really powerful to have him come, and he sat in the confessional for 12 hours a day. He would preach a mission wow. in the morning, a mission in the evening, celebrate mass, and then for the rest of it outside of eating, he was in the confessional. It was amazing. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and it was all basically the year of mercy, all the readings that the Pope produces. Yeah. It's really so, beautiful. So kind of on this, uh, a little side expansion question off of mm-hmm. this. Since yeah. you um, since you are Latino, mm-hmm. when he was elected Pope, like, but he's from Argentina, which is a, a very different country than Mexico, what was your reaction finding out where he was from? Because I And I asked this question because I worked at the cathedral in Atlanta, and the reaction from some of the people in our – uh, Hispanic office at the time there was not what I expected. And it had nothing to do with politics. It was just like one of the people, and 
I'll just say it because I don't really know who she is or where she is anymore. But she was like grouchy. She was like, "Why would I care? I'm not from that country." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So yeah. you were assuming so, that because they're you like going to like, be a big hey, deal. It's one of yeah, it's like well, it's like the first <laughs> Latino pope, the first you yeah. know pope of the new world. That, that that's kind of a big deal. I felt it was a big deal as a as a white American. So I just I, I and this reaction kind of surprised me from this office from this person in the office uh, in Atlanta that she was like almost offended that I would you know. Mm ask the question hmm. or that she would, you know, that I would assume that she would be enthralled by that whole concept and idea that the first American Pope or Pope from the new world came from a Spanish speaking country, which odds are that's the way it was going to be because there's more Spanish speaking countries in the new <laughs> world than not. But what was your, what was your reaction to that? So I just want to kind of echo that with you, you know, um, a lot of people also remember that we're kind of upset and because I think we have this misconception that the Pope has to be from Italy. You know, mm-hmm. has yeah. to be an Italian pope, you know, because we're kind of accustomed to that, you know, and when you look back. So most of the popes, you know, uh, have been uh, Italian, you know. And so, but I, I was really excited, you know, because obviously he's from South America. Um, yeah. And so, but again, I think that's a misconception, you know, when we, what I noticed was you said the fact that, I mean, uh, he doesn't have to be Italian, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, JP2 was the first non-Italian in 500 years and the first non-Roman yeah. in, uh, you know, Roman-born in like 380 years. And then you had Benedict, of course, German, and now you have Pope Francis, the first pope from the New World. It is, it is fascinating how that has yeah. changed, but that's all technology. I mean, transportation, yeah. all The world that has stuff. changed in the last century. Yeah, but I yeah. think it's just a misconception that, you know, that people are taking this from a, uh, a, neg- from a negative perspective, you know, like they think that, well... So what? He's from Latin America. So what? So it has to be, he should be from uh, Italy. But I mean, it's a Holy Spirit in the end that yeah. elects, you know, that calls the Pope to, to be the leader, you know. But yeah, again, that's, but I'm, I was really excited, you know, but again. Great, great uh, book I read about him when he first became Pope. And then I actually ended up going to Argentina in 2015. So I got to see like his cathedral and, and see some of the, the places where he was a priest and where he was a bishop. And there's a book called Bergoglio's List. Okay. And it's, Sounds like Schindler's List, and it's meant to be because uh, it, it's kind of like how his story as a priest echoes the story of Schindler's List. Um, it's a quick read, and it gave me a lot of insight and perspective into um, how he is as a pope, and and because that forms you, right? Like how you yeah, where yeah, where you live, where you minister, that forms your priesthood. Um, so Bergoglio's List, highly recommend. It gives some great context for his papacy. Nice. What's your favorite class in seminary? Uh, that's a good question because I enjoy all the classes, but I would say, um, well, I had this class this past semester, Doctrine of God. Ooh, okay. So that's a Doctrine of God. God. That was a very intense class. It's pure doctrine and dogma. And so I think that's what we need nowadays. We need to preach doctrine, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that in order to do that, we have to, um, embrace that you know learn it ourselves as leaders and so that we can kind of preach that to the people because yeah uh, that's essential yeah yeah one of my pet peeves is and literally it happens every single year probably for the last 200 years but every time a priest is signed trinity sunday or a deacon they're like oh i got Trinity Sunday, <laughs> the greatest mystery of the church i have to give a homily i've heard that that preamble every single time and i'm like let's just can we not talk about shamrocks today <laughs> Let's just do a deep dive into St. Patrick did it so well. I, oh yes, except for the fact that the analogy falls short because it's a divisible physical object. Yeah. Uh oh. Wow. Yeah. I what know. am I? Just shattered my Irish dreams. I hold the dairy, all the trinities in the jar. 
<laughs> it's very spiritual. But not religious. All right. My turn to ask a question. Um, doctrine of God. Doctrine of God. Man, that is intense. Uh, well, wait, wait, wait. What was your textbook? Smuggling so in a side question. We had four sure. different textbooks. <laughs> okay. What was so, your name? Yeah. Uh, Augustine on the Trinity. Nice. Trinitate. Uh, we had another one that's called, um, it's from the Church Fathers. Uh, it's Trinitarian. I can't think of the word, but Trinitarian controversies. Yes, nailed it. And so, yeah, that's and so a lot of handouts, obviously, throughout the oh, yeah. semester. Um, Everyone loves a professor's copybooks. But it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a really good class. He's a priest from uh, Dallas, Archdiocese of Dallas, and so oh, it's cool. a great guy. Yeah, so, awesome. very intense, very nice. intense. But it was a very good class. All right, so youngest of nine, every person in their family has a role to play. What role would you say your siblings would say you play in the family? I was a spoiled kid. So I didn't <laughs> nice. Ah, same here. So I well was done. the baby same all the time, here. you know. <laughs> That's awesome. So no roles. It was just do whatever you want. Yeah. You're the baby. Yeah, because by the time they get to the nine, then it's just like whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm 97 years old and just cranked out a kid. Call me Sarah. You what? can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what his parents sound like. <laughs> no, no, no. Pretty, that's pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, no, I was, as the baby of the family, I was also the good kid, but my role. We were all babies. Yes, we are. Oh, that's my, why we're on a podcast. My role. So oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. My role was peacekeeper. That was my role. I was like, uh, when the middle child is warring, in walks Michael Gormley with his joyful sense of humor, his self-deprecating sense of humor, and his ability to draw a crowd oh, wow. in order to get the pain away. Yeah. That's a charism, right? That's a gift. Uh, well, I've leveraged it to a podcasting empire, <laughs> as you are now witness to. We have three lights, <laughs> two cameras. I don't know that I would say this podcast has always uh, been peacemaking. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I'm going to throw true. that out there. But it will today. It will today. Jay will lead the way. Jay will oh, unite wow. the world. Because you know why? Everyone loves seminarians. That's true. Everyone, Everyone does. People hate priests, but the man they love <laughs> seminarians. That's not true around, either. You know, Everyone loves I mean. priests, too, for the most part. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, – is, is it my question now? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I snuck in the book question. Uh, oh, wait, no, and then you snuck in the what yeah, role so question. Oh, question. yeah, so there's your question. <laughs> okay, now – Go are on. You, are you the type of person just – uh, in your personality, are you fine with like face-to-face -face conflict, or does that make you anxious, uneasy? Do you like getting in it and just duking it out until people, uh, you know, you kind of get a resolution? Or are you one of those? More this is a this is a question that's being asked so that the cardinal can determine where he's going to make you a pastor one day. Oh, Go yeah. on, <laughs> or how to deal with you in staff meetings, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> no, it has to be face-to-face. -face. Yeah, know, I really like to talk to people, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. So, like right now. Having to go through this uh, the Zoom, you know, all these uh, meetings and whatnot. Like last semester, I ended up taking these classes through Zoom. Then the it's semester, the worst, isn't it? Yeah. It's the worst. It was really difficult to me, to be yeah. honest. So I would rather, especially as priest, you know, as pastor, like to meet people. Yeah. So uh, it had to be like one on one. So, you know, what yeah. makes Zoom better is if everyone on the call promises to have a glass of wine or a beer in their hand. <laughs> It does. It really does. It's it's just like How everyone's a little bit it? more relaxed, oh, okay. listening. Not not get yeah. wild, not get crazy, but you know, just. Like yeah, I, I was on a Zoom call. <laughs> just kidding. I've, I've never done that. I was on a Zoom call <laughs> with a hundred people, with a hundred wow. people. And I'm not going to say what this was for, but it was for our diocese, and uh, oh, <laughs> wow. which means it was put on by our diocese. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And this it was so funny because only how oh, I would say about ten of us had our cameras on. Everyone else had them off. 
Wow, that's and, so awkward. But like, the best part was someone had their microphone fully on and decided to eat an entire bag of the crunchiest <laughs> chips I have ever heard. And so it was like, <laughs> and I just went, wow. sign off, end meeting. I can't do this. I have such a low threshold for that, which is horrible because you had to partake in my Zoom class last week. Not Zumba. I don't do that. Zumba. Thank I God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> All right, ladies. Let's mix it up. I, I can see you doing that, Mike. Get I can on see you your feet. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I, I teach an hour and a half long class. I had gone on, and again, it's going to happen again today. I'm so bummed. I woke up at 3.30 last week. I woke up 3.34 this morning. Couldn't go back to bed. So I got to teach this class from 7 to 9. He hopped on. Uh, and we talked about uh, Sola Scriptura Sola and some Scriptura. other stuff. So and why that's because adequate. Yeah, yeah, I why? said it. Yeah, I'm just making sure. It totally is. You got to clarify these things nowadays. Yeah, it's, but it's so painful, right? Like, don't you just it want is. the people in the room and you can talk and see facial expressions? Yeah, like I said, that's that's what I like to do. But for now, it's just really hard to do that. Yeah. You ever listen to so. a comedian or like a talk and someone makes a joke, but they don't have the audience microphone, and so it's just like like. Oh man, uh, my wife, my wife's credit card was stolen last week, and I didn't report it because the thief is spending less money than my wife. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then, wow, then, right? <laughs> but then you just get silence because the crowd, the audience isn't microphone, right? And it's yeah. awkward sounding when you listen to it. <laughs> That's what it's like on Zoom because everyone is muting their microphone, like gentlemen, and they mute their microphone. So I'm like, blah blah blah. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? And then people are like, uh, you know, ha, ha, ha. You know what I, I hate, though, is uh, I don't hate, but this is the, the most awkward thing I think mm. I've experienced on Zoom is um, group prayer on Zoom. <laughs> so, like, we'll have, like, a, when we were, like, having staff meetings for Zoom and stuff a few months back, it'd be like, okay, let's start off praying, you know, and, you, like, it's, like, impossible to do a Hail Mary <laughs> through Zoom with everybody in unison. Like, everyone, it's just weird. Yeah. So, I'm not a fan of that. Um, yeah. Zoom, but we're all, everyone's using it. Yeah. It's it, just, yeah. yeah. Uh, your question, right? Is it? That's your question. Yeah. Your turn. Uh, He's keeping track. Man. Uh, all right. Mm, okay. What is the one thing that annoys you most? About Father Tom. No. <laughs> oh. Don't put words in my mouth. Uh, no. He hasn't. No, 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 we're not going there. <laughs> he doesn't even have enough time to learn yeah. all the things. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll ask that question on the last podcast of the year. Um, no, so <laughs> what's the one thing that annoys you the most liturgically? Liturgically. Yeah, everyone's got something. There's something oh, that, wow. like, and it doesn't mean it's, like, a bad thing. It could just be, like, something that, like, <laughs> like case in point, um, I know someone who I won't name because I don't want to call them out who's a parishioner, and one time they vented to me about the thing that annoys them most sometimes in Mass is when you're in a church and it's like time to kneel and everyone like drops the kneelers and you hear the like click 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 through the whole church like yeah. why can't everyone just gently put it down is this our first time putting a kneeler down <laughs> is this it people is this how yeah. we do are we yeah. animals so that's now? my example all right so what's that one thing for you so I've noticed that a lot of priests. Um, oh, here we go. You know, like you're not in yet. Click, <laughs> buckling up. So when we come to the liturgy, so we have a missile, right? And we got to go by the missile. Yeah. So and a lot of people, priests, make up their own uh, words. You know, their own uh, 
prayers. And you're in. My heart. You're in. You're speaking to our hearts. Ordain this guy now. And so yeah. they <laughs> tend to kind of ignore the missile, right? And so, I mean, we have a no. missile. There's a, there's a reason why we have a missile, right? And so and I don't know if it's because they know enough or they're tired or I don't know why, but I've seen a lot of priests who tend to do that. And when I'm watching, you know, I'm like, oh, please, like, don't do that again. Like, yeah. I understand this part of the Roman Missal was so. drawn from St. Augustine <laughs> 1,800 years ago, but I'm going to ad-lib today. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. I wasn't expecting you to go there, but that was a really good one. That was awesome. Yeah. He's, he's in. So, wait, you get ordained uh, to the transitional diaconate next summer or next year? 2022, actually. So, so oh, he finishes years. this year with years. us, then has his prep year, and then yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. That's what Houston did. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Every, what are you most excited about uh, when you become a priest? Not if, but when you become a priest. Yeah, we're not saying that God willing. Yeah, no. gosh, God wills it. We you want to talk about an annoying liturgical thing? Every time a <laughs> homily, when a, a, a diaconate canon is like, Lord willing, God willing, you're like, just, okay, I get it. Let's just be all in. <laughs> yeah, I would say that I'm really excited uh, about the liturgy. So I love okay. the liturgy. Uh, and also the sacrament of confession. We're going to be able to hear the confessions. And mm-hmm. so... I'm a fan of that, you know. Uh, so, but mainly the liturgy, like mass, you know. I, I mean, I have my own vestments already. Like, nice. And so, I mean, got some sick vestments off. He's eBay. all in. He's all in. So, hey, uh, when you see a deal, you see a deal. You gotta grab <laughs> We're talking tassels. <laughs> We're talking piping. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, I want to use incense. You know, I want to use everything. You know, liturgically speaking. So, mm. uh, I'm looking forward to that. Father David Huss has this line where he says, I'm looking at the altar server and I'm saying, I want a lot of incense. No, I know what you heard. You think I said, (laughs) I want some incense. But what I'm saying is, if the people can see me, it's not enough incense. (laughs) I want to be a a cloud moving through the sanctuary. So, so, all right, my question, who would you say outside of God, outside (laughs) of the saints and the Blessed Mother... Who would you say is the person who had the biggest influence on your vocation to this point? Yeah, my former pastor, Father High Dang. He's a priest. Oh, I love Father High. Father, you know him? Yeah. So he's a role model. He's like a father to me. So I met him, I want to say, uh, maybe 12 years ago. And as he's the one who kind of um, questioned me, you know, about my vocation. Like, yeah. he, he's the one who kind of put the question in front of me, you know. And so ever since, he has been there for me. I mean, he's always available. And uh, I worked with him for some time. And so the, play, the way he lives the priesthood, you know, he's a very humble man in many ways. And so, I mean, he's like a role model to me mm-hmm. in many ways. So, yeah. So, so that's, that brings up a – and I, I've heard this like so many times uh, from uh, – I have an awesome question prepared. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> this isn't a question. This is just a statement and an encouragement for our listeners, especially if there happens to be any priests listening. But like everyone that I know mm-hmm. that's become a mm-hmm. priest, it's because a priest specifically at some point posed that question or something yeah. like that yeah. to them. So, but also lay people, it's our job as well to pose these questions to our children and to our friends' children. And yeah, there's a wonderful family, book. I you know. know that this is a big thing with families. I get this question fairly—I wouldn't say fairly often, but multiple times a year at least. They say, "How can I help my kids know their voca- vocation?" And there's a wonderful book written by mm, Grabowski, John Grabowski and his wife, and it's called, uh, like, Raising Your Kids for Their Vocation. It's a, it's a pretty awesome book. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I would agree with that. It's our, our job as lay people, 
to tell other lay people what their future vocation is yeah. and then to harass and shame them if they don't pursue it in that manner. That's the only That's reason Anne married me was someone shamed her. It was like, <laughs> just marry him. Someone needs to do it. Someone needs. He's going to be so alone. Take one so for the alone. team, Anne. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Bishop Sam Jacobs would always be like, it's not your job to tell people what their vocation is. But if you think they'd make a nice priest, you can say that. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your question that, that I derailed yes, you from? Yes, I'm going to take – you didn't derail me, baby. I still oh. love you. I'm going to take Don't Stevens, ever call me baby again. Uh, like Steve. You, you I'm going to take better. <laughs> Father Kingsley's – Stephen's question to Father Kingsley. I'm going to modify it. Okay. All right, Desert Island. Oh, okay. And this needs, this is going to be the last question. Yeah, because we got to rock and roll. We got a staff lunch that a parishioner, super generous oh, parishioner, uh, is Provided, paying for yeah. the whole family. Yeah, the whole church family. Yeah, he wanted to treat the staff today. So shout out to David Turnage. He's a State Farm insurance agent. So <laughs> plug for that. If you're looking for insurance, call David Turnage. Bum, 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 bum. State Farm. <laughs> is that the right? Is that no, the right it's not. That's farmers. Okay, uh, anyway, whoopsies. <laughs> whoopsie. Uh, desert Island. You're on a desert island, minus the Bible. What is your one book? Your one movie. This is not the same question I asked Father King. No, I, that's why I said modified. Okay. <laughs> one book, one movie, and then slightly overlapping, one staff member. You would take me <laughs> on wow. Based on your first month, one staff <laughs> member. I got about favorites here. Okay. <laughs> We're going to make you choose. Oh. Okay, so not you can't count the Bible. What's the one book you would take with you? I love Red Singer, so I would say uh, Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah, so that's, a, that's a good book, decent book. I love that's a that decent book. book. That's I almost done with the book, so I've been reading the book for the last few months. Jesus, I cried reading that book at Zoe's Kitchen on Kirkendall. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good book. <laughs> I was sitting there reading the part where he has Rabbi Jacob Neusner. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh my gosh! Wow, and, and so he's like, "Is your ra- is the rabbi? Does he think he's God? Right?" Yeah, and he confronts it. I'm just like, "He is. <laughs> Jesus is Lord of my life." <laughs> It was beautiful. Wow. I, I, I can see it. The tears, <laughs> the hummus coming out of your mouth. On your hummus beard. coming out, getting all up in my oh, steak, my uh, steak kebabs. Oh. <laughs> it was beautiful. Okay, Jesus of Nazareth. Now, what's your one movie? Are you uh, a movie guy? No, not really. I don't really watch Same. TV. Well, I yeah, like movies are read. different, right? That's like an event. Yeah. You know? uh, I don't have a TV, so... Uh, you do at the rectory, and it is sick. <laughs> <laughs> There's a TV, but I don't really watch TV. Uh, I like funny movies, really, but I don't really have... Caddyshack celebrating his 40th anniversary right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Caddyshack is going to fit the bill. I don't really have a favorite movie, to be honest. Really? I, okay. No, like, That's uh, perfect, because you're not going to have one on the island, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I brought my favorite DVD! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> All right, so now here's the, the final question. Oh, this is you get staff. to pick I one staff, staff contact, member. So I'll, look, <laughs> I'll look this way. I'll look this way. That's not fair. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's fair. too early. <laughs> yeah. um, it doesn't have to be. We can eliminate us, so it's not awkward. Both of y'all. No, but, that, but that's <laughs> we are one person. We are one, one mind. Are. Perfect. Yeah, I'll take that. By our powers together, we equal the mind of an actual adult <laughs> person. Person's one will. Right? There you go. So. Well, it's very hypostatic. Yeah, it's very one hypostatic. It's the reverse of the hypostatic union. It's not either or. It's both and. <laughs> <laughs> we call that a vibrant paradox in the Catholic Church. At at. All right. Whoopsie. Well, we got to go to lunch. Jay, I am so happy you are a part Thank of our staff. He has, he has dived into our the life of our church. He has been present. One of my favorite things about you is when we're checking folks in 
to be seated. You just keep showing up and just saying, I just want to be with the people, just want to meet the people. So make sure you walk up to Jay, give him a high five. Don't call him Jose. <laughs> or, uh, or, a, or an elbow. Yeah, give him a, give yeah, him a middle elbow. elbow. Yeah. <laughs> He's... <laughs> He's... <laughs> this yeah <laughs> of course know. your middle elbow is my eyeball yeah. right <laughs> but uh he is smiling he always that's the thing he always has a mask on he's had to wear a mask since he got here which is really unfortunate because yeah. as you all can see he's a so very handsome. friendly person so handsome look at that face so that's all, oh, always yeah, smiling no, the narthex no, but no. but no. give him give him the little uh the elbow people's elbow the people's <laughs> elbow <laughs> there you go. i'm gonna take their arm you know they... awesome and uh but most importantly pray for jay um while he's continuing his journey towards the priesthood, because yep. we need awesome priests, uh, and we have no doubt you'll fit that bill. So, thank you. More to come from Jay this year. Awesome. Sure. And uh, make sure if you have children in faith formation at any age, update your portal now. Update your information in our parish database so we can get all the relevant information out to you as we get closer to the new year. Also, adults, we got a lot of adult faith formation things coming. Going to be remote, but we need you to stay plugged into the life of the church. God bless you. See you next week. Boom. And if you need insurance, call David Turnage at State Farm. There you go. Bum, 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 bum. Got David it. Turnage. No. <laughs> <laughs>